2: We're gonna be done lean on in. Now, welcome to the bingo. Well, Joe,
1: you're watching Women's Wrestling Top, the number one women's wrestling show on the planet. My name is TK Cure aka the Canadian Assassin, and I am not alone. She is the ultimate cat mom and United Wrestling Network on air correspondent. Please welcome Emily May. Hi,
3: everyone. Excited to be back. Another episode.
1: Another episode. And she is the number one gangster pro wrestler and champion cat lady. Please welcome Sarah the Rebel. What it do, what it do. Somebody please make a shirt of that, because Just <laughs> flares every time she says it. And I know you guys are not here to see us. We have Star of the Week and all that good stuff, but it's always about our guests. She is the one and only number one-eyed, thick-thighed wrestler. She is the weapon of ass destruction. Please welcome the Wode.
2: Hi, everybody. Hey. hey, hey. So,
1: this is, this is just, this is not, I'm going to preface this. It's not you. It's just wrestlers in general. You guys like to change your names a lot. And it's hard for, you know, a, a mere mortal like myself to keep up with so many names. Like, for instance, Emily's husband has 10 billion names. I just know him as one, and I'm just going to go with the one. And I try not to disrespect... It's like 10 million. I'm trying not to disrespect, you know, you know, I understand the change, but just for, you know, again, the normal individual, it's hard to like keep up with all the names. So when you make the name change, is it like, is there a lot of a lot of like thought involved? Like, okay, these people have to remember that it's the new name or you're like, no, I'm just going to change it. Y'all have to just deal with it.
2: Well, definitely. Because like, well, I've been wrestling for 10 years. So like a lot of people, they still remember me as Dementia DeRose. I have some people that even still remember me as Aisha Sunshine. But I see it as a way of evolving. Like, mm-hmm. um, and this is like no shade on, on my work or anything like that. But I, in the past, I always felt that those names didn't fit me. Like, it, even mm-hmm. though I came up with them, even though I created them, I lived up to the gimmick and everything. It just didn't feel right. I've always felt like there was something missing. And right before, you know, the pandemic happened, like I told myself, all right, you know, right, I'm going to change my name. This is who I am. Uh, you know, Double D. I mean, it's cute. And I made it work for what it was, um, mm-hmm. but it just didn't feel right. Um, and I felt like it was almost or it could have been taken sexually because i'm already the weapon of ass destruction and double d so i told myself you know what why don't we just use w-o-a-d so that way people will know i am the woe and when they ask me hey what does the w-a-a-d stand for and you know when i tell them they always get a a kick out of it so you know just keep it simple the woe but like even now people still have problems Announcing it because they say, Oh, it's the Wad. I'm like, No, no, it's the Wode. It's like Rose with a W. Just
1: Wode. <laughs> <laughs> so, now do you get upset like if
2: somebody refers
1: to you as your old name?
2: Well, sometimes, like if it's like an article, if uh-huh. it's something that like, like someone puts on social media, I kind of get upset because I feel that they should do their fact check. You know what I mean? Mm, if you're going to exactly. publish it, at least have all the names right because it. You know, this is a business and people do change your name. They change their gimmick. Mm-hmm. They change everything about them. You know, you got to keep the fans interested. I tell myself, you always got to keep evolving. But if, if someone approaches me and they say, hey, oh, hey, Dementia, or hey, Aisha Sunshine and so forth, you know, I, I wouldn't get upset about that.
4: Sorry, I was going to say, as someone who's, who's changed your name, I think for me the most annoying one is when it's announcers or like commentary people saying my name wrong. That's the one that really gets me mad because I'm like, you, you have one job. And that is to find out what my name is exactly <laughs> yes. and do it and get it right and get it right
2: exactly <laughs> i even wrote my own theme music and it's called watch out for the Woe. and it's like i made I... that i wrote the lyrics for it i'm like okay clearly y'all motherfuckers need to i'm sorry and clearly y'all have to
4: <laughs> <laughs> are you good <laughs> <laughs> tell them how you feel <laughs>
2: Don't know how to say it. Just listen to the first five lyrics of the song. It literally says, "Watch out for the wolves." Like so.
3: Mm-hmm. So. so, what was that like—a pivotal moment that you had internally that was like the catalyst for you to kind of change your name and change, kind of your branding and kind of who you were in the wrestling industry.
2: Once I got my vision corrected, a lot of people don't know I had really bad vision throughout my career. Um, I had a severe cataract in my in my right eye. Um, I was literally wrestling blind for up to almost nine years until back in 2018, um, I got my, my uh, I got my cataract the cataract removed, so I got my vision corrected. But also, a lot of people didn't know that I've always been blind in my left eye, so that yeah. was still causing me discomfort. And I recently got my left eye removed and I got replaced with a glass eye and you know I told myself you know this is something that's different because you know there's no female wrestling you know with one eye it's not Mm -hmm. so this is life change this is the first time any females doing this so I have to set the standard so I was um, I'll never forget I was training I was recovering and training and I put this eye patch on just you know just to work out with it because that's what I do and I looked at myself in the mirror and I'm like you know what this could work. I, I like this. It-, it makes me stand out. It's a great conversation starter. So mm-hmm. and I tell myself, but I can't go by a double D anymore. I can't because that was then. This is now. I have to let the world see who I am. So I have to really put it out there in my face. Like, this is me. So I decided to come up with the one-eyed, thick thigh weapon of ass destruction. I love I like it. it.
1: I love it so so tell us because you've been in the game for a long time so tell us like what quarantine has done um as far as change the game for you and then you know obviously you, you had the name change but like what what have you been doing in this pandemic era that we're in
2: well, I definitely, definitely have not been stealing puppies. Some people think that I steal puppies and, you know, I feel the better word for that is acquiring puppies. I, I feel that's a better term. You know, it's just it makes it sound better and it doesn't make me sound like a thief. So that's, I have not definitely been stealing puppies. But honestly, jokes aside, I, I, I've just been really training getting myself better. Uh, you know, wrestling with one eye, it, it, it definitely has its challenges. Like my whole left side is gone, you know? Like, and that's my kryptonite. I accepted that, but I can't let it overpower me. I have to find a way to work with it and I have. Mm -hmm. And now that I've got my vision corrected and fixed, like the wrestling world better watch out because like I tell my opponents, when you see this, don't take pity on me. Now that I got my vision corrected, now I got my vision fixed, I got my eye dead set on you, pun intended. And once that happens, you better be scared. Can we go back to
1: the, the puppies thing? Like,
4: yeah. <laughs> yeah
1: wh- what? What's that about? I mean, we. I mean, we might have. I, I might missed it. Listen, so- Cruella Deville, how many puppies do you have? <laughs> <laughs> just, just.
3: You know, we have another show called Pro you- Wrestling Pets.
1: <laughs> <laughs>
3: exactly.
2: Yes, I love that. I love that. <laughs> well I've been accused uh, uh, I've been accused of stealing dogs, which I feel that is the most disgusting thing to say, because I love dogs, especially Frenchies. I call them fatties. Um, and I just firmly believe that every single Frenchie should be mine. and I have that mindset, and you know, if I see a Frenchie, I'm going to acquire it. How far I do you go it. to acquire these dogs? see if i tell you those skills
3: then you know you'll know that's uh... true okay that's okay you don't have to tell us all your secrets it's fine (laughs)
4: that's fine hide your kids hide your frenchie Um, so um there are quite a few wrestlers um, with various disabilities who are able to to make a, a great career for themselves um, did you ever speak with anyone else about like the difference of wrestling with one eye or like, is there anyone who's helped you with figuring out how to go from here or has it all been like coming from you and your own discoveries?
2: Um, well, honestly, I previously trained at um, at WWA4 and uh, the, my trainer there, the trainer there, AR Fox, he, he convinced me to tell everybody about my vision. Cause at first I wasn't gonna speak on it. I was just going to get my vision corrected and leave it at that. But, you know, he, he convinced me, you know, he told me, he said, like, I've already proven myself because I'm not going to lie. Revealing this to the world, I was a bit unsure about it because I didn't understand if anybody could relate to me, if anybody would see this as a weakness, if anybody would see this more as a handicap. But You know, he showed me and I and I've realized that I have nothing to prove to anybody because I've already proven it without them even knowing it. And I did this with my with my uh, before I even got my vision corrected. So, you know, I just. His words were basically that I had nothing to prove to anybody. And this is my story and that this story needs to be heard loud and clear. And I have to be the one to tell. And I told myself, you know, what better way than to. Show the world, you know, what better way than to wear this eye patch? And because that's the first thing that people are going to see when they look at me. And that's why I'm really adamant on how I look on posters. Like some promotions, they use old pictures of me and I always tell them, no, use this picture of me. This, I want them to see this eye patch. I want them to say, why is this girl wearing an eye patch? I want them to question that. Even if they don't come to the show, I want them to remember. I want them to have a bit of their head. Yeah, that, I saw one girl. She was wearing an eye patch. What's all that about? That's what I want them to remember. So, what better way to show it to the world than to do it myself? And, you know, and I always tell people, I'm never ashamed about people asking me about it at all. Like, it's new, it's different. And Mm -hmm. we as people, what do we usually do when we, when we're confronted with something new, you know, we're unsure about it because it's something that we've never seen before. So of course you're going to get backlash about it. Of course, you're going to get people that's going to down you for it and try to make you feel insecure about it. But you know, I know there's nobody out there like me, at least a female out there. There's no female out there like me. So I have to set the standard by being the first, by showing them that it doesn't matter if you're vision impaired, you know, if this is your dream, then do it. You have a picture
1: with Jazz and you're kind of talking about like, you know, how you looked up to her in one of your Instagram posts. Was there any advice that you got from her? Because she's had just such a, um, I did the news the last, uh, the other week, and it was, we pretty much noted that she's the longest, um, like, in history to be, she had the wrestling career so long, she's the longest active wrestler. And um, is there any advice that you received from her when you met her?
2: Um. Well, she didn't get a chance to watch all of my my match I had against a genocide of admission pro, which I Mm -hmm. loved. God, I love that promotion. And I understood because she was so busy and she was like helping other girls and so forth. But from what she told me, from what she saw, she said like straight up, like it was hard hitting. It looked believable. You know, you're you're clearly you know you're clearly doing it right. You are, and I plan on hopefully this year, to actually train with her in Texas, and her, with her and Thunder Rosa at the dog pound. Like, I would love to get in the ring with her. I've watched this woman, like, she was one of the first women I saw that looked like me. And mm-hmm. to be in the same ring as her, to talk to her, to listen to her, and people may say, oh, you're marking out. I don't care. Let me mark out. Like, this is jazz. <laughs> this is jazz. This mm-hmm, woman was yeah. 10 feet tall in my eyes when I saw her like this woman was the bitch she was she was she was freaking amazing so anything that she says I'm just like they like a kid just watching soaking it up absorbing like tell me what I need to do what what else do I need to do how can I improve the weapon of ass destruction how can I prove how can I show the world even more what it's like to be the one eyed thick thigh woe? and hopefully this year I'll, I'll be able to train with her and work with her some more yeah, what you just did, and I, I,
1: I know you're just talking about jazz, but the same feeling you I have when you just spoke is the same feeling that I got when Jazz first came on our show, and she cut like a promotion. Like I get, I have goosebumps. Like I just like want that to happen, and I want to like witness that because she's amazing and you're amazing. So I just want to let you know, like I'm, you know, I'm. I'm yeah, I'm it was
4: a good promo. Feelings.
1: Yeah.
3: <laughs> <laughs> Tell us about uh, Mission Pro Wrestling, and uh, I know that this is like a legendary undertaking that Thunder Rosa has Mm -hmm. um, has started, and you know, an all female production wrestling school in Texas. So tell us how you feel about that, and just there's some really exciting things happening in 2021.
2: Hopefully I'll be back uh, soon at Mission Pro. Um, whenever they're ready to have me, I'm, I'm, I'm definitely down for that. It was an, an amazing experience. It was everything you wanted from a female promotion. Um, there was no drama. Everybody supported each other. Um, just listening and watching these women strive to be the best, try they want to have the match of the night. Like it was a way we were competing We were competing against each other, but not in a negative way because we want to be the best. And I say that every time. I want to have the match of the night. I want people to talk about my match years to come. I want them to say, that big booty girl with the one eye, she her opponent out like that's what i want them to remember and mission pro was a great place for me to show that to showcase that i've had so many fans uh message me and say when are you coming back like we've never seen you before we'd love to see you again and the diversity there um it's literally Mm -hmm. unlike anything you've ever seen before and I, i i don't know how many locker rooms you guys have been in the back but you know it's just a predominantly well, the usual locker rooms are just the predominantly standard locker rooms of females you know they have their 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 top girls um and you rarely see i mean back then you rarely see any african American female talent back there but now mm-hmm. mission pro they are working on they are working on diversity they' are working on different kinds of gimmicks it's not all it's not about being cute it's not about being sexy it's about being who you are and what you can bring to this promotion. And I honestly cannot wait to be back.
1: So uh, you have another match coming up uh, this Saturday, February 13th. And it's you against Savannah Evans. So what first talk about the promotion itself because oh uh, for us oh oh also happy black history month y'all um but talk talk about the promotion itself and then uh you know what's what the plans are and I know you can't give it away but you know what's what you plan on doing the Savannah Evans.
2: Say it loud. <laughs> yes, say it loud. Uh this is the first all People of Color event of 2021, and I, I, I'm so grateful to be a part of it. I feel like I'm making history, especially as being, you know, the only half-blind female wrestler there. Um, and it's it's just going to be great. Uh, the fact that um, I'm also – they wanted me to – basically speak on the history of black female talent in this business and I'm so honored. Um, I've even started a campaign uh, just to showcase who we are as black women in this business. Um, I feel like now is our time to show that we are more than just a cameo in this wrestling industry and secure our spot in the wrestling business. Um, and they want me to speak on that. They want to have the, you know, the female talents to talk around, speak on our experiences, what it's like to be a black female wrestler in this business. Um, and just basically tell our story. And that's what I want. Um, I started the, it's um, use the hashtag. We are not all the same because For years, um, honestly, throughout my year, throughout my entire career in wrestling, um, I've experienced racism, um, especially in the South. But honestly, everywhere, you know, I've had people tell me, I've had bookers that tell me, oh, well, we already have a black girl, or you're not marketable, or we want you to put our girl over, even though you're better, but we want you to put her over so she can look good. Um, And it's just the blatant disrespect. Um, I feel that... That uh, black female wrestlers have endured and not just black female wrestlers, not just wrestlers. I feel referees, you know, Aja Smith, she became the first black female referee mm-hmm. in the WWE. You, you know, you, we are more than we are more than just our color. You know, we don't we're mm-hmm. not all the same. We are freaking weapons. We are bookers. We are promoters. You know, we are demons. We are sexy. And I want that to show. I want that to be shown. Um, as much as possible and that we are not not all the same. And I've been messaging uh, Black female talent everywhere. I've been hitting them up um, and I told them about this and I cannot wait to see the outcome of it. And the fact that I get to speak about it at the Say It Loud show and speak with Jazz herself Mm -hmm. and to even talk about everything that she has gone through, like, I am so ready for this to be heard. And, you know, I want as many, many black female talent in this as possible.
1: Yeah, it's, um, I definitely, yeah, I definitely agree. It's just one of those things where um, with this show in particular, because we've had, you know, a di- diverse, different type of hosts that were on the show, we were able to ask those questions that a lot of people don't ask, you know, in this this industry, you know, with wrestling fans and wrestling hosts, a lot of them are just white males, so they don't ask those questions. So, you know, I do definitely appreciate that, that you're gonna be talking about that this weekend, but it's not something just for Black History Month. It's just something that everybody needs to know that that's what's going on so that you can educate yourself to just it not happen, essentially. So, you know, the more conversations that we have- the next
4: generations, Mm-hmm. Absolutely. So for the C- for, so first Say It Loud, can you name some of the other folks? I know my girl Maserati is going to be on it. Um, uh, I saw Renee Michelle, Jazz, you, Holiday, Nina. Who are, uh, who are some other folks that are going to be on the show? Uh, Janai
2: Kai, she's going to be on there. Maserati. Mm-hmm. Um, and then you have, uh, of course, Tuko Scorpio. Like, it's just so much talent that I get to be around and I get to speak with them and, and talk about their experiences. Like, this whole show... It's not even just a show. It's it's an event. It's um, mm-hmm. and you know it's gonna be amazing. And I, I'm I'm just grateful to be a part of it. And I can't wait to tear the house down with Savannah Evans because she and I we 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 stepped up to toe in the ring before, but that was before all of this. So I hope her ass mm-hmm. is ready because I'm bringing her ass. I'm bringing the bomb steel. <laughs> I'm bringing the guns and the buzz. I'm bringing the woe. So she better bring her cannibal. She better bring it.
4: Can't wait. And that's on February thirteenth, and it's a two-day event, from what I understand. <laughs> yes, twelfth and thirteenth.
1: Oh my gosh, this this is gonna be it's gonna be amazing. I got I'm I'm kind of glad now. I'm kind of I am glad I'm not gonna be in the ring with you ever. Um, so, <laughs> you know. <laughs> I know. I'm, I'm just in this 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 host this host position. Um, so 2021. I mean, we're hoping that you know the pandemic is. Well, I don't know. We're hoping that good things are going to happen. Um, what's the game plan, you know, as as long as the world doesn't collapse on itself. What's the game plan for your career this year?
2: Honestly, just taking it one step at a time, uh, t- taking it one day at a time. Honestly, uh, I want to wrestle, you know, as much as possible. Hopefully this whole pandemic will clear up. But I really want to I want the world to be. A worldwide name. I want people all over this globe to know what I'm about. Like, I've yet to go international. Last year, I was supposed to go to Mexico. Of course, that didn't happen. But I told myself, you know, it wasn't meant to be. You know, whatever happens, you know, clearly me going down to Mexico just wasn't in the plan. So now all I can do is just make myself better, push myself even harder and stronger, and, you know, just get the world out there. I, I, want people to know what I'm about. Like a lot of people still don't believe I'm I'm actually half blind. You know, I say, Oh, it's part of the gimmick. Like, no, it's not a gimmick. (laughs) The only thing that's fake about me is my glass eye. So, um, yeah, I just, just really want to push myself out there. Um, and you know, people have asked me, am I getting signed? Am I going to appear on AEW dart? I'm like, yo, they know where to contact me. Whoever, whoever wants to, whoever wants to make history by having the first half blind female wrestler on their roster, they know where to find me.
1: People still think Stevie Wonder is not blind, and I worked with him, and people in his own studio think he's not blind. So, I mean, <laughs> still, oh. still after all these years. <laughs> so, <ignorance>. I mean, <laughs> I mean, okay, well, that not. not not to go off in a tangent, but Stevie oh, Wonder does me. some stuff. <laughs> uh, Stevie, Stevie Wonder does some stuff that, like, like, like you're you're blind in one eye, but you could see with the other one, so you know it's understandable. But Stevie Wonder does some stuff that's like, how would you, how did you?
4: Oh, can I tell you a fun fact? I just learned there's something um, there's something that some blind people have. I'm so sorry, I can't remember the name of it. Where they will they can't see, but their mind will automatically move their body around objects. Fun fact: This is like a you could look it up where they will if you could. They did tests where they placed like objects all around the blind person and had them walk, and the person was avoiding the objects, but they didn't see the objects. They weren't aware the objects were there, anything like that. So there's a lot we don't know about how the human brain and body and all that stuff works. So, but your fun Sarah fact for the day. (laughs) I have to like I have to look up what that is.
2: yeah, I can yeah. my father was blind since the age of three. He was completely blind since the age of three. Um, he had 17 children, took care of every single one of them. He Whoa. he was a massage therapist, so he couldn't get a regular job. You know, he had to make his own money. He taught my mom how to drive. So I can fully believe Whoa. that. Now. That was Amazing.
1: literally my next question, because it says she grew up with 16 siblings. How yeah. <laughs> I have to know. <laughs> <laughs> That's a lot. Like
2: kids. <laughs> yeah, it was it was crazy. We only had one bathroom, so yeah, we had yeah. <laughs> um, it Ooh. honestly it made me be humble. It, it really is like no matter how big I think I am, you know, I, I'll always remember where where I came from, you know. Mm-hmm. Um, and also, you know, just protect myself, you know, as much as possible, protect my head. Um, Cause anything could happen any given second. And you know, people have asked me that, well, what if this goes wrong? What if this goes wrong? And I'm like, well, <laughs> I just gotta make sure it doesn't happen.
1: Now you also posted a picture, I, I believe it was on Instagram where you had a picture of your current self and uh, your other self a couple of years ago where you were weight wise, you were smaller but you looked like healthier and like, I don't know the right words. Like you were, you were, you were where you need to be in all the right places in the current picture. And so you were talking about that. So I know. I think another thing um, that you could be an av- uh, advocate for is, you know, body posit- positivity because the, the weight, the number on the scale and your BMI and all this other stuff doesn't necessarily, it doesn't matter if you can move because you could be 110 pounds and be full of fat. So, you know, tell us a little bit about that.
2: Yes. Like I thought, I thought, like, I honestly thought, you know, if, if the scales were, if the numbers were lower on the scale, then, you know, I must be smaller, but, but you know, I weigh over 200 pounds and people can't believe that. And I'm not ashamed of my weight. And I always tell the the, the commentators to announce it. Like, no, announce my weight. I want them to know I'm 215 pounds. Because looking back how, uh, on how I was back then and looking at myself now, like, the difference is unbelievable and it's all, and it's not the fact like I'm not even trying to lose weight. I'm just trying to eat healthier and be healthier and work on cardio and strengthen my body and my muscles. So it's not, once you get out of, get out of the mindset, Oh, I have to be small. I have to lose these amount of pounds because I honestly feel that's, one of the hardest things that women in general deal with. We, we feel that we have to look a certain way, especially in this business or in in, in the entertainment business in general. You know, Mm -hmm. we feel like we have to look a certain way. We have to weigh a certain way, but it's not just treat your body, you know, be healthy and your body will Uh reward you for it. And you know, those numbers don't matter. It doesn't matter at all.
3: I know that's such a difficult, especially for, young people who have social media all around them and they have these idolized figures that are like perfectly airbrushed and, you know, look perfect. That's really hard to see that constantly every day. And so I think you're such an inspiration to, to really like embrace body positivity and self-love and like, what, what are, what's some advice that you would give Even like someone getting into the business, you've been around for 10 years, you know, getting into the business to kind of combat those kind of negative connotations that might come to come with body image.
2: Always love yourself. Doesn't matter what anyone else says. Doesn't matter what Booker says, promoter says, love yourself. Like even... Just, you know, looking in the mirror and seeing your gut, like, oh, God, I hate my stomach. Like, if we keep saying that, we will hate, like, it's a mental thing. Like, we will hate our stomach. We'll hate, it'll look ugly on us because we've been telling ourselves years, oh, I hate this. I hate how this looks. Like, no, love it. Tell the, tell your body you love it. Because once you do that, it it needs that positive energy. And it'll love you back because it's you. It's Mm-hmm. All you accept yourself, you know, for who you are, for every flaw that you have, you know, and honestly, it took me a minute to get there. It really did. Because, you know, just wrestling in the South, you know, I was the big black girl. You know, I was the monster. I've always had to be the monster, the heavyweight. And like I, I told myself, I'm like, well, maybe if I lost weight, maybe, you know, they'll see me this way day or and like I was so insecure about my ass like I that was like the biggest insecurity because I felt that it was so big of course everyone was staring it. and and it showed in my ring work and people were pointing it out they were like oh she got a big butt and then one day you know one of my wrestling friends just told me they was like yo accept this accept that you got a big ass and accept the fact that you can knock people out with this big ass except the fact that you can give a concussion with this big ass that you can win matches with this big ass so like i did and once i did that and once i started you know really just loving myself for who i am not trying to change like not even trying to change how i look just wanting to be healthy you know my body loved me back and yes that's that's the best i advice I have for everyone honestly just just love yourself Mm -hmm. don't don't try to be what you don't try to be
4: what they want you to be right I really agree with that because um a lot of and this is something a lot of people don't know um most wrestlers have some sort of body dysmorphia going on even the guys because wrestling is such an image-based like industry just like being an actor being a singer like you're constantly told oh you're too you're too slender your muscles aren't big enough you're too short you're too fat you're too this you're too that it's so funny p.s by the way i'm looking at you and i'm like you're gorgeous so it's crazy to me that somebody made you (laughs) feel like that but like you're actually like really really pretty but it's fine um but like that's that's something that like I, I feel like so many wrestlers aren't prepared for because so many wrestlers get into the industry young. Like you were saying, Emily, they get in right after high school versus like someone like myself, I came in later. So I'm like looking in almost and I'm like watching people around me be like, oh, look at this. This ty- you know, Maserati, Maserati thinks she's fat. <laughs> and it's like, girl, that's skin, that's skin. <laughs> but that's what I, it's it's like crazy exactly it's in your head it's a mental thing and so many wrestlers are affected by it but they don't know so I'm happy you're talking about it and I hope more wrestlers can talk and and especially the guys too I know it's something affecting women because we're the ones who hear it the most but it's also like a secret thing that the guys are dealing with too so like I hope wrestling as a whole can get to a point where we can love ourselves like you were saying totally Mm -hmm. exactly because I mean honestly
2: as long as long as we have the talent you know what looks really aren't even that important. Like it's yeah. about entertaining the fans. They they don't give they don't give a crap that we muscle jack. They just want to see somebody get thrown out the ring or somebody yeah get <laughs> yeah get it with a chair and they're yeah. happy. where's the table? <laughs> so
1: I have a question, but I want to preface it th- with this. So I I'm known for having you know storylines and ideas, and here's a storyline. I don't know if they'll ever happen, but I hope it does. So, you know, weapon of ass destruction and you know, you you're known for destroying people with your ass. And there are other people in the industry that have asses of that, you know, that amount that can destroy people as well. I'm thinking Sonny, Sunny Kiss, he's he his ass is, is a whole situation. And I'm thinking whole Naomi. Situation. Yeah, in a good way. In a good way. I know like you mean a in a good situation. way. <laughs> yeah. So I'm thinking if you three were to get together and like band together and this is the faction where you just destroy people with your ass, this it would be a good thing. That's that's the preference. Now, my question is why are you laughing at me, Sarah? My question is <laughs> Everybody's like, what the hell? My question is, who is your who's your dream match? Who would you either love to tag team with or who would you like to have a match against? Bay Jackson definitely. Mm. Ooh, Fake Jackson could be in the faction too.
2: Yeah, yeah. Yes, like definitely because like also another thing like people get us they think we're the same and that really kind of pisses me off cuz we are <laughs> we're so different. Like we are so different. Like female wise, yes, I would love to have a match with her, to tag up with her. Like she's the beauty and I'm the damn beast. And like let's just do it. Like we we need to make this happen. Mm, I like it. Definitely Faye Jackson. But overall, overall, in general, I got to go with Rikishi. Because he inspired me to, like, Mm. he really inspired me to really use my butt as a weapon. Um, I used to watch him growing up. um, And, like, just watching him. Like, he was the first one that I saw. Like, wow, like, you can actually use your body. It's not just about kicks. It's not about, you know, punches. Like, he knocks people out with his butt like he <laughs> does the whole stink face like that's why I will never do the stink face because I feel the fact that maybe that can be in my opinion too sexual and Rikishi's a goat he he, he embodies that stink face. Me rubbing my ass on somebody is you know it'll get a laugh but like no let me knock your head off with my ass let me give you that whiplash with my ass rikishi he can rub his ass in your face but i'm gonna give you a concussion with his ass but yeah like definitely overall overall rikishi uh female wise definitely definitely faye jackson um and of course sunny kiss uh even big booty here like i even call her that like like all of them, I would love, let's let's do it. I would love to tag up and wrestle every single one of them. I mean, I feel
1: like you could just do a faction of all those people and you just go promotion to promotion, just
4: knocking people out. The new NWO, sleep. but with butts. I like it. Yes, I like it.
2: And, um, I even have the uh, Bonsa Steel Challenge, where I let any male or female wrestler, any male or female, take a steel chair and hit my ass as hard as they can with it. What, you never seen that, Sarah?
1: It's amazing. Yeah. So far, it's, nobody it's
4: has yet to heard of it. <laughs> it really is, yes. That's badass. <laughs> I see what you did there.
2: <laughs> oh my gosh, okay. Oh, wow. It's no joke. I know, I but the fact is. About me is, yes, like, the only thing that's fake is the glass side. The buns are steel, like it's real. Everything about it, it's real. With a steel chair, yes, totally
1: legit. Oh my gosh, you're you're amazing, and I could definitely, I definitely amazing, yeah. Yeah, you have you have you have Emily crying over there. I definitely um that Faye Jackson in you. I think that would be amazing. But here's a here's a little caveat, or maybe maybe it's me covering myself. I think I I could see the difference between you two, but I think it's just because you know we look alike. I got. I went to the doctor's office for this whole injury type thing and I confused him and the other doctor and they might not, he's like, we, we don't all look the same. And I was like, gotcha. It's, it's, it's true. So, you know, sometimes those mistakes are made, but it's just like, I don't think people do it out of, ignorance i just think some people just they just they just don't look ahead because i i don't know they're just two white guys to me and i couldn't tell the difference so i can't know.
4: tell white people part a lot i got real confused walking the watching mocking jay i think it was and i was like how come some guy, times this guy looks real hot and sometimes he looks real <laughs> ugly and then he kissed this other girl and i was like that's not the same guy <laughs> like I was confused
1: for a whole movie. That's like <laughs>
3: watching any soap opera where you're like, wait, all of these guys look the same. <laughs> yeah.
1: Except for Victor Newman. Except for Victor Newman. Victor so Newman. I can almost
4: feel that, but I, fe- I feel like the Wode and Faye just look so different to to me, like, as far as, like, your ring gear, how you carry yourself, right. like, how your hair is done at mm. any time. Yeah, yeah so yeah. I- I'm like, that one, I'm like... Right, Unless you wear an eye patch, what do they think yeah. Faye is just turning evil every once in a while? Like, what? <laughs> it's, it's like her, it's it's her alter ego. Right? Like, that's just- <laughs>
1: So you could, you could tell you, you know, you could see those differences. So I'm just, you know, I, I, I'm, you know, I'm taking, I'm trying to learn different things in the new year and those ones don't take offense to those things because sometimes it's really not there. Sometimes it is ignorant because they don't choose to look, but sometimes it's not, it's not there. You know, they're not paying that much attention. So, you know, I, I see the difference, but sometimes, you know, they don't, they don't pay that, that much attention. So just. You know, knock about your ass and call it a day. They'll remember you after that. That's for sure.
4: <laughs> Faye is the one who danced on me, and the woad is the one who
3: murdered me.
4: Got it. I can tell you apart now. <laughs>
1: Oh, goodness. So we're going to get into Rapid Hot Tags. So Rapid Hot Tags is when I ask you a question, you say the first thing that comes to your mind. Rapid Hot Tags is brought to you by Goalie Nutrition. It's the world's first apple cider vinegar, vinegar gummy. Use the code at 5 to get your discount today. So the first question is favorite quarantine snack? Oh,
2: favorite quarantine snack. Uh, darn. Um, tuna salad.
1: Okay. All right. Cool. I'll take it. I'll take it. <laughs> everybody's like okay uh, if you could wake up tomorrow having gained one quality or ability what would it be
2: i would say um
1: invisibility invisibility uh, if you were to meet a celebrity who would it be oh elton john i think he would be awesome what's a, yeah like what's a, what song would
3: you want to want to sing have him sing oh
2: my god there's so many i love i love uh I love Rocket Man, I love Tiny Dancer, I yes! love I guess why they call it the blues. Oh, I love anything, Violet and
3: John. See, that's how that's how you pop for pro wrestling pets. That's the excitement right there.
1: We'll talk about that part later.
2: Oh, if you were to have, have a superpow, pa-
1: <laughs> if you were to have a superpower, what would it be?
2: I would have to say uh, <laughs> to never run out of money.
1: Oh, I like that one. I want I like that it. one to be mine too. I'll take that one. Yeah. <laughs> yeah i'll take that one uh your house containing everything you own catches fire after saving your loved ones and pets you have time to safely make a final dash to save one other item what would it be
2: uh my safe i have a safe oh that's heavy though in, What's in, what's, in, what's in the safe can't just ask people what's in their safe. Why can't I? This is a
1: question where we, this is a show where we ask questions. Why can't I ask the question? She could, what? you could have said, I don't want you to know what's in my safe. And I'd be like, okay, there's nothing. But I have a question. So I asked it.
4: What if she was like $5 million and somebody tried to rob her and then it would be our fault. <laughs>
1: <laughs> Maybe it is $5 million and she didn't tell us that part. But, you know, continuing, last question. <laughs> if you were able to live to the age of 90 and retain either the mind or body of a 30-year-old for the last 60 years of your life, what would it be? You said what would it be or who would it be? What would it be? Would you want to have the mind of your 30-year-old self or the body of your 30-year-old self when you are 90 years old?
2: Give me the body, yes. Yes. The body, 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 yaddy, yaddy, yaddy.
1: There it yes. is. There it is. <laughs> we're <team> body. <laughs> <laughs> telling you. Uh, rapid, rapid Hot Tags is brought to you by Goalie Nutrition. Make sure to use that code TKTrainAD5 to get your discount today. And now we're going to move on to Star
4: of the Week with Sarah the Rebel. Star of the Week is brought to you by Label My Keys. Use code WWTALK for 50% off all orders. Today's star of the week is NXT's Zoe Stark, formerly known on the indie scene as Lacey Ryan. Zoe hails from Utah, but has been based in Las Vegas, where she held the FSW Women's Championship for some time. She's previously been seen on Impact, Shimmer, OVW, and Mission Pro, where La Rosa Negra defeated her in the finals to become the champ. Zoe has previously held the UCW Zero Ultra X Championship and was nominated for 2020 SoCal Women's Wrestler of the Year, losing out to winner Heather Monroe. We're excited to see more from Zoe on NXT, and if you want to learn more about a future star of the indie wrestling scene, shoot us your suggestion for future stars of the week. And don't forget to check out LabelMyKeys.com and enter the code WWTALK for 50% off your order. Thank
1: you, Sarah the Rebel. And for you guys who are listening to the show, please make sure, cause I'm really liking this Faye Jackson idea. So <laughs> please make sure to tag Faye Jackson and tell her that there needs to be a tag team. Like just make it happen and you know, she'll watch it and it'll happen and we'll see it. And then it becomes a big thing and it's going to be a beautiful thing. So just, you know, that's my, that's what I'm putting out there. Now booties of destruction. I know. Where can, it, <laughs> where can everybody
2: find you? Um, I'm on Facebook. I'm on Instagram and Twitter uh, and TikTok. I got to get more to TikTok, but all of those are The Wold. Just type in The Wold in the search bar, T H E space W O A D, and it should pop up. Um, also, if you want to buy my merch, I have a face mask and t shirts on art. That's L U C H A W E a r dot a r t um also i'm coming up with coming out with new merch really soon on fully gimmicks it is going to be awesome i've already seen uh i've already seen the prototype for it It looks badass and i'm not saying that just because it's me uh, but yes um so i'm also on pro theworld slash the world
1: and uh emily may where can everybody find you
2: you can find
3: me on all social platforms at Emily May Heller. And then every Monday, we drop a pro wrestling pets episode. You don't want to miss it. Lots of furry friends and amazing
1: wrestlers. I mean, maybe the world could come on with the dogs that she's yes. Acquired. Yes, she you acquired. You
3: should! You <laughs> I- should! <laughs> yes! Definitely! Well, I'm all about it. All about it. Yes. I'll mess now, with if you. they come
2: up okay. missing, it's not my fault. I'm just, just letting you know. <laughs>
1: Oh, goodness <laughs> and Sarah where can everybody find you
4: you can find me everywhere at Sarah the Rebel Sarah's an H is God in the Bible intended you can check out my storefrontier.com slash Sarah the Rebel patreon.com slash Sarah the Rebel holy fans.com slash Sarah the Rebel instagram.com slash Sarah the Rebel listen it's the same just type in a website and try it maybe I'm on there
1: there you go if you want to see Sarah the Rebel in a, in a, in a tub with milk go and check out her Instagram because it's wearing it's cow
4: whole... print because I'm a cow <laughs> <laughs> now everybody thank you so much for joining
1: us thank you the world for joining us we really appreciate it i am so psyched to see like the progression and how everything goes. And then also, you know, on top of tag teaming with Faze Jackson, I definitely want to see a match between you and Jazz. That might be amazing as well. Or that will be amazing, not a might. So let's put that in the universe too. But thank you so much for joining us. Uh, thank you everybody else for checking it, checking us out. You can go to our website, www.talkpod.com, to check out. We have amazing, we have all our episodes on there. Uh, we have Pro Wrestling Pets on there. Uh, we have a weekly wrap-up where you want to just see everything, but you're too lazy to watch all the shows because I get it a lot of wrestling going on it's all there and we have a ranking system that's going to be coming down in a couple weeks as well so definitely check that out www.talkpod.com. across all boards of social media you can check us out as well ww talk and you can follow me at everything at tktrandad
4: till next time happy guys. black history month ciao <laughs>